most people don't find themselves beautiful, right? They always find all the 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 wrong things or the bad things. Um, Speak for yourself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So my Zane, he's always been like 12th percentile in weight or like just very scrawny. That's just how he's always been. And I remember when he was younger, like <clears throat> we went to somebody's house, Bangladeshi person whose mom was there. And, yeah. you know, Bangladeshis don't have a filter, like uh, at least the, 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 the older, older generation doesn't. And they mean well. But she was like, Allah, can you get kawao na? And like, as a mother, you already stress so much about your children and like, are you doing enough? And I mean, obviously, I was always a little bit concerned that like, you know, he's not like he's always just been very skinny. Yeah. Um, but then you have these women being like, Allah, can you get kawao na? Ki kawao? And like all this shit. And you're like, dude, that's not. Yes. It's not helping one and two you're not an expert in this shit like but how yeah. ironic and it's like when the mom guilt too right just, yeah. exactly but yeah I, but that's when they're little and then yeah you're they're little yeah right and then yeah. they plump up and the, or like yeah that's just the way they are and you yeah you're fully grown and even then it's like oh so it's mm -hmm. like yeah and again with like this whole like not having a filter you know you a lot of times you go back to Bangladesh to visit after a few years and nobody has a problem saying Allah to me at the motor or like you know what I mean and I'm always like why do people do that yes normal yeah, it's, yeah. And, and and I don't know if it's like fat shaming in their minds because I think they don't find anything wrong with making those types no. of comments, right? No, like they don't at all. Say. And like, it's, it's, I think as like a bigger person, I feel like this is something that's so triggering to me because I've dealt with it yeah. my entire life. Absolutely. Like, I think I started becoming rounder when I was like, when I started going through puberty and all. And it was, and then we moved to Canada and every time going back, it was like that same conversation over and over again, like, yep. oh, Allah meta shundor but mota, shundor but mota, and then it just like escalated even more as I got older. And I feel like it just—I'm always so self-conscious. Like I feel like it took me so many years of work, and still I continue to work with and struggle with those yeah. body image issues. Okay. Having a daughter and still hearing those things. Like a few years ago, yep. I had lost a lot of weight, and that time I got the opposite. Right, like. Oh, to me, you got so thin. How did you get so thin? And the way I got yeah. thin was not a very healthy way, right. right? Like I got thin, like extreme, like dieting and working out like to an extreme level. And it was also not sustainable. And then it's just like that weight that fluctuates over and over again. And like hearing these awful negative conversations around weight, it just, it, it's, I don't know. I just wish that people would find a different subject to talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah. and I feel like they say it in a way, like as if they're concerned, but I mean, come on, bitch, I can yes. look at the mirror. I know what I look like. You don't have to tell me. Okay. Yeah. Like, do you even need to say that? I love to be at the motor. But then, uh, and then you flip that with, 
men, right, or males, talking about like prostabs and and oh perfect candidate, God. right? And nobody saying, oh, that dude is fat, right? The chiller mice, like they don't they don't look at anything else but shundor hoyte hobe. And it's like, did you have yeah. you looked at your son? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, like one hundred percent, or you know, no George Clooney, no Ryan Gosling, or whatever, no, no, no Arjun Rampal. And he's hot, like, universally hot. Yes, yes, for sure. Like shundor, me shundor And it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I think though now at least there's more. At least there's a little bit more respect around education. The girls having a career. Those things are definitely a little bit more relevant, um, but it's still heavy. Yeah, but it still goes but back to it's still and it's just, secondary yeah. to right exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then on the flip side, the guys have to be as educated as possible, has to have a good job, but the dude could you know be like short and <laughs> ugly. <laughs> it's totally fine. Get to the Harvard and put it to you know. <laughs> Oh, I don't give a fuck if you went to Harvard. Like, like a fucking oompa loompa. Oompa loompa. <laughs> yes. Actually, my son went to Harvard. <laughs> you know? You need to do a whole episode with that accent. With accent. <laughs> oh, my God. And, oh and my if God. anyone calls you out, you have to say this is my mom's accent. <laughs> My son did his master's in socioeconomic <laughs> policy and then he went to LSE for his PhD. And now he does but, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot more pressure on women uh, or females than males when it comes to beauty standards. It's always been like that. And I and that's across the board, not just like within our Bengali or South yeah. Asian culture. I mean, even here in the Western, as we call the Western culture, it's still similar things right maybe some things are reversed like like we were saying in our culture if you're darker it means you're poor and you're working outside in, in here in the western culture if you're tan it means you have a lot of money and can go on vacation yeah vacations yeah this is hilarious the difference but um i think there's still standards of you know being white oh, yeah. versus you know, a person of color, there's a lot of that. That still goes back to beauty standards. I have, I, I'm going to say something that's going to be a little controversial, but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like some of this beauty standard, yes, it's like, you know, it's, 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 it's based around cultural context. But I feel like some of it also has to do with biology. This like inclination of men being attracted to like that hourglass figure or like big butts. Mm. And like heavy breasts has something to do with biology and you know evolution as well. I know this is going in a different direction, but I was just thinking. So my son, when he was three months old, we put on a Nora Fatehi song, and she's gorgeous. She's beyond gorgeous, and you could not take his eyes off of that screen. What <laughs> that song? He loved that song. Dance, Mary Rani. <laughs> oh, and like. He's a kid. He doesn't understand this stuff. He's so not little. even a kid. He's right. a baby. Right? But like I could see like his eyes completely lighting up. And you know, and ever since any time like when he sees Nora Fatahi on on screen, he just like will stop everything and he'll go and like check her out. So mm -hmm. is that like you can't say that he's 
conditioned by society. He's yeah. conditioned by his like hormones. <laughs> or, like, are you Numer is the same way. I have a babysitter, a few babysitters, but we had a new one. And so he hates when I leave. I can't even go to the bathroom. Let's put it that way. And so we have our regular nanny that comes by or someone like that's more common. He'll cry, all this. I had to find somebody on a whim um, in the neighborhood. She's like, she's gorgeous. Like they're hands down, like just this gorgeous girl. And I was stressed out because I'm like, oh my God, I have to like prepare him, all these things. This girl walks in the house and Numer doesn't even look at me. Yeah. <laughs> he's gone. He's playing yeah. with her. He's comfortable. <laughs> he's running around with her. Like he doesn't even care if I'm there. Yeah. And it's to your point, it's the same thing. Like he didn't like, what media did not, in, I don't know. Did media yeah. influence him maybe? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I mean, I think to your point, Maya, there, there is a concept of everyone has a taste, right? Like certain Attraction. people are into blondes or certain people like darker skinned girls, whatever that is. There's definitely something there. And, you know, we can even go, go much wider into people being attracted to same sex, all of that, right? It's We can have a whole episode on, on that and what we believe. But there are certain things that you're right. You are born with how you are attracted to certain certain things. But I think beauty standards have definitely been amplified in terms of like what does perfect look like. Yeah. And I wonder if it's because many people are somehow born into thinking that this is this is what perfect is, which seems to be a very like, I don't know, size two, you know, 36D blonde, fairer person. I mean, um, media has done that, right? Like you may be but, naturally attracted, but as you get older. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely like reinforced. Yeah, and what right. you expect your girlfriend or your boyfriend to look like. I mean, I've had people tell me things about, um, like if you're dating somebody, like they'll make little comments here and there when I was mm -hmm. in college, especially when you're really conscious about how you look. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it is based off of movies, magazines, the adult film industry. I mean, mm -hmm. it's all there. Yeah. And that's what I'm like, I don't know. But to Maya's point, like, where did this, where did it start? How did we determine what beauty looks like? Like that, you know, how did that even start? I mean, even if you look at paintings, right? You go to museums back in the day, yeah. a lot of the women that were painted back then were much more Big. voluptuous and bigger. Socioeconomic, because it meant you had yeah. your wealth. Yeah. Exactly. It meant so then, yeah, somehow that has evolved too, because you're, yeah, back, back then it seemed like the plump look was what was considered beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely dives into psychology and like yeah. I think it has to be you know what you're naturally hardwired into being yeah. attracted to so there's this um there was an interview that I watched of this uh he's an evolutionary psychologist his name is God Saad and he yeah. and he's like an evolutionary psychologist who works in like marketing so he talks in detail about, you know, the whole ideal beauty, what the beauty standards are, what people yeah. use in marketing to, you know, grab people's attention. Um, and like, that's where I got kind of, I was thinking, you know, like what, what psychology 
this kind of picks from. And I think that's that's it. If you guys ever have like 10, 15 minutes, I would urge you to to listen to some of his stuff because he really goes deep into it. Yeah, What's send us example? a link. Hmm? What's an example? An example being like, let's say someone being like morbidly obese, right? Um, like why, obviously there are health risks around being morbidly obese, but at the same time, like, you know, there are certain cultures that value that, like certain right. cultures that, that value being really thick because again, what you, to go back to what you were saying, but that means abundance and, you know, somebody who's well, well fed. And someone who can yeah. bear children. That was another mm -hmm. thing. Of, yeah. Um, but again, it's, it's, of... it's like a thin line between being like thick and healthy versus being like sure. 600 pounds, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and how like people automatically associate like morbid obesity with, you know, lack of health or just like disease and things like that. Just because we're hardwired into thinking that that something must yeah. be wrong that person's body must be working really hard. And similarly with like anorexia, when you yeah. see someone super malnutrition, your your brain, like there's probably a certain group of people who might find that attractive, but to the majority of us, when we see someone who's anorexic, the first thought that comes to our head is, oh gosh, that person must be malnutrition. How is their organ functioning? ทีนี้ก็เลยนะไลค์ไอเฮียพีเพิลเซย์ว่าดิฟิชชูไคเดอร์ซีคองเกิลเฮียก็เซนเนาะไลค์อือฮึแอนด์แอนด์แบทเด
you know, they're chefs and fitness gurus and blah, 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 and all this help and they could do that, but not everyone can. And then you also never go back to that body that you had before kids. Body changes. You you literally yeah. can't. You know, no. and, and I think again it's like, oh wow, this person looks amazing when they go back to this smaller size, but you never hear people commenting on like, wow, you look great, just just the way you are at that point. Because again, there's this expectation that women should look perfect um, and all put together, right? Like again, new moms that are all like disheveled, which is the real world. That's like me most of the time. Whatever. But it's not, that's fine. And that's totally fine to look that way, but it's not acceptable. But is it, is it recent that like that sentiment those comments and that kind of expectation those expectations is that recent because i also remember when we were younger hearing people say like oh um like if a girl was not married but bigger i've actually then this is so bad like i've heard people say like oh they came on how be a already like there's this also this thing of like beer for it's very common okay to gain weight yeah you will gain weight matches obviously there's yeah. no expectation that you'll ever go back like it's just this big big like i was gonna say like big anti-complex <laughs> like i don't know what to call it but that was also an expectation yeah like, before you get married you're super thin and you have to be but then after that right again another well because i but that's because there's this pressure on the parents to marry their child off, their daughters off, right? right. Once good. they're once they're married off, they are no longer your responsibility. Yeah. They are the husband's and the husband's family's responsibility. This is very much a South Asian thing. Um, that's I think where that comes from. But now I think with with our generation, a lot of us, you know, living in more of a, a modern world. I think there is an expectation for women to still look good even after having children. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't help that you see a lot of celebrities and influencers looking good after having children. Because um, yeah. again, you, you feel like, why the hell can't I do that? But Facetune doesn't help. There's like a whole, right. there's a whole host of hobbies that I know <laughs> that don't even take photos on their like regular cameras. They take, they go on the Facetune app and they take a picture with the Facetune app. So I feel like there's like a whole horde of women that don't even know and what their faces look, look like. This and the noses like, look, and their faces like this, the and their lips are like. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> someone and it looks so fake. Someone posted a picture of my aunt, like my mommy, who is much, much older. I, I believe using the Facetune app, and you can't even recognize her. And it's like what. Well, why leave her alone <laughs> leave her alone oh my god we saw so somebody didn't you Marion? you got you we didn't talk about this but you came to new york and we hung out for for a weekend we did and we we, we saw some of these bobbies that that don't look like regular they don't look like yeah like psa stop using facetune <laughs> it's so obvious you guys yeah, and look like, horrible and then and we have a guy in it there's a guy in the picture the guy ends up having some <laughs> lipstick too <laughs> it looks because like they're transitioning 
really good with the where the lines are and how you use your finger to erase everything. There is one girl, Maya, you know what I'm talking about. I think she's in Long she's from Long Island. Every picture looks like her entire face, her body That's completely like looks character. photoshopped. Yes. Like the chin is like this. I mean, why? I like the Which person one? is I I I know a few. Which, Which one? one? <laughs> the person is naturally beautiful and fine. Like why are you making yourself look even skinnier and just borderline Is that cartoonish? the one who like takes her face and puts it in different people's yes. bodies? Shut yes. up. Yeah, there's one. I need to yeah, I think the person blocked me so I can't like <laughs> right. stop them anymore. They put but, their face on other people's bodies? Yeah, like in the lawn. That's what like, it that's what it looks like. I don't know. People? Do people not see what they look like and like do they not look that Hey, hey, I saw those photos. I saw that person in real life does not look like that. No way. But what goes like, on in your mind? Hold on. What goes on in your mind? There has to be some body dysmorphia there. And I, it's, it makes me so sad because God. these people have daughters and their daughters, if they, had a, if they were able to get into their social media and yeah. see <clears throat> the way that these women see themselves, it would just, I feel like these kids would just be completely crushed. Or that's just what the kids know. But that's what they think is perfect. Yeah, they're normal. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. That's what they are being raised to believe that that's, you know, what beautiful looks like anorexic, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, oh my God. So, so yeah, there's cycle. It doesn't yep. end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like hair, if you think about hair, right? The street hair is what's considered beautiful. Yeah. Um, I have. And, yeah, and, you know, like Isla has beautiful curly hair. But because oh, so she has jealous. curly hair, she, people always talk about it, right? To a point where I think you can become conscious about it, right? Like, oh, she, your hair, or like, look at, oh, she has curly hair. But people don't say this about when you have straight hair. Nobody yeah. comments on that. But it's the same concept of, oh, it's it's different. Well, when you I know? when I was so we I grew up in Dallas where the. Um, weather is was super dry it's very different now but it's super dry and so my hair was straight it dried straight it was always straight interesting um when i moved to florida and like what the weather literally changed the texture of my hair to where wow. it became so curly like i have like ring lit curls mm. and i started to at some point you can't stress out about like sweating so much that my hair will curl. Right. It's so hot. It's straighten it, and there would be like this. Yeah, Oh, the worst. Everything is straight, and there's the deal, right? And we talked yeah. about this. Our our Coriolis or whatever those straighteners. Yeah. Thank God, yeah. while I lived in Florida. But anyway, you couldn't stop that from happening, and so I was like, "Fuck it!" Like I'm just gonna let my hair go, you know, curly. And then I started looking up like what are all those products and I started using like it was only um, uh, what was in the ethnic hair aisle. Yeah. Right? Cantu. Yeah. Yes. I still, Isla uses Cantu. Yeah. Great. And so you put it in I my hair it. and people would be like, hmm, what is it? Straight chuli kintari tushundur lakto. Or some people would straight up be like, 
one has kukra, to kukra, yeah right yeah. and it's like why can't my hair i mean this is yeah what we're feeling is is so black women it's so amplified for them i like oh, i think yeah. it's such a big thing but even within our culture it's you you can't have it's not beautiful no nope. yeah or normal at all i i think that's changing now there's like a group so one of my friends she opened up a page called uh like curly girl way the curly girl way yeah. Um, yeah, yeah yeah and that started growing a lot and i remember during the pandemic when i was on facebook i used to kind of go in her group and i would see these bangladeshi girls with like the most glorious curls oh, and wow. like it'd be like my curl pattern is 1c or 1b and this oh, and, that. Really? and they went all out with this and like and so my friend tazria she had like a whole step by step process as to how to get your yeah. hair back into this curly curls yeah yeah you should look into it it's it's freaking amazing yeah so like people it's almost like getting your autonomy back right like when you exactly. can really own yourself and your curls exactly. or your skin or whatever it is right it's like so liberating it is it really is it is and i think that's why it's amazing to see so many south asians now coming out well, whether that's uh in fashion or makeup industry or hair you're yeah. just seeing a lot more of these women empowering uh, all of us and the you know the younger generations and that's why i hope like as our kids grow up they're not going to experience a lot of the stigma that yeah. we've experienced because our parents generation is still living that and haven't quite gotten through it but i think our generation is going to have it they're yeah. trying to be by saying, what did, they, what did they say? Sunburn. Sunburn? What is so? Or you're looking very fresh. <laughs> looking very remember, fresh. Maya, you might remember this. Um, there was a model in Bangladesh. In the late 90s, 2000s. I don't know. BB Russell? No. She was, I, don't, I never knew her. I actually don't know her name. But she would, she was a ramp model. And she had this beautiful emmy 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 emmy, was emmy. yeah she was on that oh. ask that funny question <laughs> what was i don't know her who's this oh, we gotta send you the clip it's so funny it was in like a miss miss bangladesh or oh. some sort of a pageant yeah <laughs> she asked this question and the response was ridiculous like and the people named like created a whole bunch of memes on it it's just really funny. But I mean, I think she's, I don't know if she's still a model, but I remember she was the first I ever saw. And she had curly, big curly hair, you're saying? Mm -hmm. she, she still does. Like big. Oh, I need to look her up. Yep. And that was when I, you, you would see, you didn't see that before. Robin yeah, well, Russell. Who? Bibi Russell doesn't have curly hair. No, no, like as no. Her oh, but if, Russell's you, model. Yeah. but if you think about B.B. Russell, she also set a, a different standard because she wasn't fair and, you know, like short mm -hmm. or anything. She's this tall, beautiful, like, you know, dark toned girl. Like mm -hmm. she was. And that's what the the Western world considered beautiful. And that's what she was, yeah. uh, you know, and a successful and model. She, and she had a very unconventional, like. Features and too. her style was yes, and her style was very different. I mean, I loved her. I thought she was so cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, are the best. 
Yeah, wow. and like the even the fashion that she said exactly in Bangladesh is really cool. Yeah. There's also a new model. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Sobia, Sobaya. She's Indian, right? No, no Bangladesh? she's Bangladeshi. Okay, yeah, and she's like heavier, right? She does a lot of the masaba. It's very cool. Yeah. She was just I just saw her post. I think Estee Lauder. I think it was Estee Lauder. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, for her. Well, there's there's actually another uh, girl, not Bangladeshi, um, some American girl. She's also like heavier, and she's really set the standard too in terms of modeling. Um, God, I'm totally blanking on her name, oh, but I can see Ashley. Yes, Ashley Graham. Graham. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. again, like you don't. It's it's nice to see that. But I have to more. say about Ashley Graham, I know I'm going to be picking. No, I, I know where you're going. Ashley Graham has like a skinny face. She has no double chin. And, and when she takes off her clothes, she has like, she's, she's like, oh, like this. Mm -hmm. But she's thick, but she's like this and she's yeah. flat. Mm -hmm. And like, if you take off my clothes, I'm probably like, I would probably weigh less than her. But I mean, I have all jiggly. Right, right. <laughs> she's still proportionate is what you're saying. Or she's not even proportionate. She's not. She's like a skinny natural. person. Jacket to me, like Photoshop is stretched correct to bottom. Uh -huh. That's it. Like she has no double chin. She's got like a long neck. A flat she's, stomach. There's a lot of models when in her era, when yeah. she was becoming more, more and more popular, a lot of women. Um, yeah. And we would cast them, right, for when I, for work. Mm. Mm -hmm. And we would cast them, and they would. That was that was that was hard um, to find. Cause at one point, what was happening was those plus size models started getting skinnier, and that's yeah. when their that naturalness started to go away. To your point, where it was like perfect boobs, perfect butt, perfect mm -hmm. curves, but flat stomach, really like. Sharp jaw, chiseled jawline, mm. to what? Because they were because a lot of that started with bathing suits and like changing. Yeah, models didn't just change for all 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 um, clothing, but it really started with bathing suits, and it was still very much like you can be bigger, but they didn't look like me. Yeah, I mean Lizzo has a whole um, initiative, right? Like I think she calls them big girls, mm -hmm. um, and. I guess what you guys are saying, that's probably more natural. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have respect for women who can own themselves at any size. Yes. Be proud of how they look because I aspire to be that, you know, like yeah. I aspire to love myself in, in all the ebbs and flow of my life and my, you know, my journey. Um, but those I feel like who are thick and they sold themselves as a thick girl and then they start mm -hmm. to conform again and they start to thin out, then you're just like, you know, I mean, I get that. Everyone has, you know, times when they're thicker, yeah. times when they're thinner. But I mean, it's not on brand for you anymore, dude. <laughs> well, it's right. Like, it's very. Oh, go ahead. What? <laughs> you go. I was, I I was just saying it's, you lost it's, it's very hard to be that confident to exactly you know carry yourself that way right it's incredibly difficult like I there's no way i would be that confident 
You can't? Nope. And I never could. I never could. I aspire. I do sometimes, and I feel like really conscious or or I feel like like really bold. But I couldn't because when I was little, um, one of my cousins, she used to all she's passed now, but she used to always like be like, oh, Mary, on my arms all the time. Right. And I still feel like I have like the body of a 12 year old because I have no hips, like completely straight and broad shoulders. And so like wearing a shari with the sleeveless blouse, like I would only ever aspire. I don't think I could because mm-hmm. I, ha- I still hear her and feel her fingers on my arms going. Gutish, 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 gutish. I can't and even imagine. I'm going to be I'm going to be one of those aunties that are going to be in their 50s and 60s with like jiggly arms and like sleeveless. super sleeveless. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Dude, I yeah. saw a few of those aunties oh. at this wedding, and I'm like, more yes. power to you, man. They were just like so confident. They had like the the short hair, like you know those aunties yeah. with like the short yeah. hair, funky sleeveless. glasses, yeah. sleeveless. You know, I mean, amazing. I was like, that's what I want to be, but I have zero yeah. balls to do that. Yeah, that I much, have an aunt but like they that. were rocking she it. She is. She's such a badass. 